I can give you a ride to Bell's, a little diner about five miles down the road. They got a payphone, you call a tow truck. Hey, man. What the hell are you doing, buddy? Well, I was trying to get you to pull over. Didn't you see me? Yeah. Well, <laughs> never mind. Listen, I, I'm looking for my wife. What? My wife. Where is she? How should I know where your wife is? I'm driving along. This fellow runs me off the road, starts Yo. hollering about his wife. I swear, I've never seen him before in my life. Get down on the ground! Do it! All right, I'm down. Listen to me. He's in on it. With the trucker. They kidnapped my wife. There's four of them. They all work together. They yeah. got to write down a truck stop. Text it. Face down! Get the fuck up! You want me to stop? You really want me to stop? Because I'll bet this baby stops on a fucking dime! Don't mister me, you son of a bitch. My wife is locked up in a hole in your fucking barn. You better pray she's alive. Welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast, where we talk about amazing movies you probably haven't seen. If you haven't seen the movie A Breakdown, be warned, there will be spoilers, right? Alright, so, Ryan, what do we got on this movie here? Oh, well, Ed, I'm very excited to talk about this movie. I remember seeing this in the theater when this one came out, and I left the theater saying, wow, this was a good movie, Ed. This came out in 1997. It had a budget of $36 million, and this only made $50 million in the box office. And wow. So, yeah, I was surprised that it only did that much because when I left, I was thought, oh, this is a good thriller. This will do pretty well, but it definitely went under the radar. Um, when it opened, Ed, you're asking about it, it opened with $12 million. It did. It was the number one movie that week, and Austin Powers was number two, followed by Volcano and Liar Liar. So it did open at number one. Uh, but it was knocked off quick, Ed, and I think if we had to dissect this, why it got knocked off so quick and kind of started losing momentum as far as um, uh, box office receipts and earnings, the next week, The Fifth Element came out. That was, was big. That was big. Yeah. That was big. And then uh, two weeks after that, The Lost World came out. which Bigger. Was, yeah, right. even yeah. bigger. Even yeah. bigger. So that's kind of what I have on this. Um, uh, you know, this pretty much the cast too like this was I think all the other movies we've talked about kind of has a uh, very broad cast of well-known actors this was pretty much just Kurt Russell's movie wouldn't you agree yeah uh, this movie really consists you can really make this movie with maybe four major people maybe you know right. just to drive it but I mean even as four major you could make it with four majors but I mean this was clearly Kurt Russell oh, yeah. and then like support guys right I mean I had never I didn't know any of these guys did you did you know anyone in here I mean well, I, I think I've seen them in in uh, you know secondary roles you know right yeah. but I mean these are clearly support actors and Kurt Russell was big though I mean he had before this movie he was already in big trouble in little China oh yeah awesome yeah very popular movie I don't know if that did well in the theater at the time but most people I talked to they've always seen big trouble in China 
Big Trouble in Little China and loved it. Did you love that one? Oh, best. Yeah. Best, <laughs> best, one of, best movie. One of Kurt Russell's right? best. I could put that on the DVD player and be perfectly at ease with that one. <laughs> and then Tango and Cash he was in. Also right. another yeah. you know guilty pleasure movie. Backdraft. He was in Tombstone and Stargate. He was in all these big, you know, pretty big films before then. So Kurt Russell, he was a legitimate star. But all these other ones, I had seen them in other movies. But you're right, they weren't in anything. And then another reason, you know, I mean... I don't really pay much attention to directors, but this was a guy, Jonathan Mostow, and he was kind of an unknown guy at this time. This was only his second movie that he ever directed. He directed one called Beverly Hills Body Snatchers. Wow. That sounds like a straight B type yeah. movie. Right. <laughs> and that was in 89. Wow. That was like, you know, eight years before this movie. Uh, so he had an eight-year gap where he didn't do anything after his first movie, then did this. And so he was an unknown guy, but then after this, he eventually got U571, and then I think the combination, I read up on this, the combination of U571 and this movie, Breakdown, that kind of gave him the keys to by studios to film Terminator 3, Wow, which he directed. And yeah. I was reading more because of this movie, Ed, this Breakdown movie, that it had a small budget, and they liked what he did with it. So, not a small, small budget, but relatively small in terms of blockbuster movies. And they liked what he did with it, so they, you know, they were curious what this director could do with a big budget with Terminator 3. So they basically said, oh, this breakdown, we like this. Now we'll give you Terminator 3 with this big budget. Uh, he did a great job. I mean, when you really think about, like you said, the size of the cast and what he did with the premise of this movie, he did a great job with it. You know, I mean, I, I felt right from beginning to end like maybe uh you know he just thriller right thriller right movie. Oh, this and is, from yeah. from beginning to end uh he just did a great job with what he did with it simple straightforward story but the drive nice nice thriller nice like what's going to happen next kind of thing and it's a short movie right right people talk about pacing and stuff in movies all the time uh this was had an excellent pace i think i when I was watching this last, uh, reviewing this movie, I you know hit the info button on my DVD player. It came up like ninety three minutes or something yeah. like that. So it's very brief, and it you know it clips along at a very brisk pace. I never felt bored or where the movie like stalled or anything like that. It just clipped along. So I thought the pacing it was very tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this movie starts off. We we got uh, Kurt Russell's character. His name is Jeff, and Kathleen uh, Quinlan, his wife Amy. And the gist of the story is, they they live in Bo they live in Boston, and they're they're moving cross country to San Diego, and uh, basically their their new Jeep Cherokee Cherokee ninety seven Cherokee <laughs> uh, broke down. Right? right. Yeah. And then they meet a, a truck driver, and that's where we're introduced with a uh, red bar. Played by J.T. Walsh. Right? Yeah, even before then, Ed. I, I mean, I remember the first time, like right away, I, I could tell this was going to be a thriller. Just how they set it up, where they accidentally cut the guy off. Oh, uh, right. You know, off roading or whatever. The guy gets mad that they meet up at that gas station. You know, and right away, you're met with this guy who's very. Uh, uh, he he just has this eerie presence about him, right? And he's calling Kurt Russell shit for brains and all this stuff. <laughs> right, right, all this stuff at the gas station. And there was a very, like, eerie music going on, and I knew this guy was going to be involved in something no good, you know, so I, right. right away. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Kurt Russell didn't want anything to do with him. He's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, so right away that opening scene, I was all, oh, that that was kind of an interesting way to introduce the movie. And I I, kind of knew the direction this was going right away, that this was going to be that thriller type. You know, it was just like right away that opening scene set the tone. But so what happens next is the the car breaks down, right? Just right, that's of, after that. Right, co- exactly. comes off off the road and in comes um, what's his name, Red Bar. <laughs> hey, you know, and, and 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 you know he he seemed it was a funny thing. He seemed very genuine. Like, hey, your car broke down, and he just you know nothing suspicious with him at all. Yeah, you know? that was that actor's name, by the way. It is J T. Walsh. He's 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 the late J T. Walsh. Now he passed. Oh, but yeah. He? But I had seen this. Have you seen this guy before? I've seen him in other movies before. And you he, know, I have. I don't know. He was in The Negotiator, I know, and a couple other movies. Um, and he he nailed his performance, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. was downright crazy. <laughs> but you really figure out what, what he was up to. Yeah. But yeah, he, he seemed you know fine, genuine. Like he really seemed very concerned about. What happened to them? And and uh, he even gave the option of, hey, you know, there's there's something down the road about uh, a diner down the road, and uh, I'll give you a lift, you know. But and the wife goes. Right? Yeah, and that was the first part. I was talking with my wife when we watched it. Um, that was one part. The only gripe I had, of course, I had to. They had to have a, you know, some type of mechanism to set the movie in motion, but. That was the one part where that would never happen. Oh, who, hell no. Who would let their wife oh, go on. with a complete stranger? Did right. you think that? Yeah. I was like, there's no way he's going to give permission or l- allow his wife to go just by herself with this guy that sure. they don't... They don't they even know. Yeah, they don't even know right. him, right? Yeah, at all. I mean, I thought, oh, in real life, that would never happen. Not not even 1% of the time would that ever happen. Absolutely. Yeah. I tell him, yeah. oh, we're going to stick by the car. Right. And we'll be eaten by scorpions and stuff. We'll be okay. But I'm not going to let you go with a stranger in a truck. And then, honestly, if, uh, you know, getting back to that scene, if he was that concerned, couldn't he have just gone to the diner and called himself? Oh, right. The, the trucker, I mean. Sure. Right? He yeah. could have just gone and said, hey, you know what? I'll go up to this diner when I'm making my truck stop, and I'll call some guy and have you towed out of there. Right. You know? But, you know, actually, if you really think about it, she, they actually said no thank you. Right? Yeah. And then, and then she just opted to go. Right. But, I mean... He didn't have to. Go. If the if the trucker well, then it'd be a really short movie, right? I mean, if the trucker was genuine, <laughs> right? Exactly. They use that as the mechanism to right. to get the movie going. But yeah, that, that just that that was the one thing I said. I don't know if that would ever really happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, yeah, it, 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 you know, it got the movie going, and from what happened there, you know, made the movie good. So I mean, I guess. Well, I yeah, you know, I think this is what what why I like this movie where Kurt Russell really excelled at. You know, so eventually when the car. He gets it working again, and he goes to the diner. She really showed this real sense of uh, panic and desperation of, yeah. of, of yeah, where's my wife? You know? Oh and, man, did he ever? Yeah. Yeah, and it almost seems like you know, you know, after watching the movie, you, you really know what happens. But you know, the, the the guy that worked at the diner and you, and the people around it, it almost made you feel, or they're alluding to, like they were in on it. Right. right. Yes, you're right. They did a a great thing of that. Um, you know the bartender at the diner. You thought he was in on it because he wouldn't give him too much information. Right. Then giving then, him a hard time. Right, giving him a hard time, and then eventually they got to the point. Uh, you know, we're jumping ahead, and we'll come back to it. But the the guy at the bank that watches him take out the loan. You think he? You know, he's, right. He's observing, and then then he meets the guy that says, "Oh, how about the part where?" Then I really thought everyone was in on it. Where he comes across that guy and he says, "Oh, 
Well, then you're dumb if you don't know what's going on. The pol- the police are in on it. Billy. Yeah. Well, that was done by design because when he said that, he's like, what, you don't know? Even the cops are in on it. Right. Right. And I was like, what the hell? That's the whole like, town's in uh, on right. this. The, t- the town, right. right. Everyone is in on it. That, that when I when I first came across that scene, I was like, wow, that is cool. Like, is, is really everyone in on this or what, you know? Yeah, so that was definitely uh, a good a good mechanism, like you said. Every, this is one of those movies again where everyone's a suspect, pretty much at right. the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah. Everyone's a suspect. Yeah, yeah. like ident- identity. <laughs> yeah, right? Pretty uh, much. All right. So the, the I think one of the coolest scenes that we get is when eventually um, uh, Kurt Russell's character is looking for his wife, and he finally meets up with with Red, right? And he says, "Hey, you know, I, my my car is working. Where's my wife?" Yeah, and he's like, "What are you talking about, right?" Yeah, I, I, I've never met you before. And this was one of those. Yes, that was, that was the first scene in the movie. Where I was like, "Wow, this movie is pretty cool." But you know, that was one of those ones. that we're sidetracking here with this question. I'm going to sidetrack greatly here. All right. But that was one of those ones. I don't know if you remember, but that scene was in the trailer. And even on our intro that you just put posted for the trailer snippets, that scene is in the trailer. And I wondered, do trailers today, or even back then, did they give too much away with that? Yeah, I think so. You well, know, well, yeah, well, I, j- top of my head, when um, Phantom Menace came out, Star Wars, yeah, I think they gave away too much, you know? Yeah. But you know what? I, I will admit, when I watch a trailer and, and they give information, as I'm watching a movie, I actually don't really, personally, don't re- recall with the trailer how it went. You don't? No, not really. See, I do. Every do, time. Do you? You're weird. <laughs> you know, who the hell remembers trailers? I, I know Come the on. trailer, and I'm thinking, you know, I I knew when that truck was coming up, and oh. he first sees the truck the trucker get out, and this, this red bar guy, I knew that's what he was going to do, and I knew, you know, basically, he was claiming, you know, he didn't know the guy. So I knew that's the method it was the route it was going, and I was I felt like ah they should have left that out of the trailer. That would have been much more of a grabber if sure that wasn't in the trailer. You know what I mean? No, it's good. I like it. <laughs> I like it. You know, like hey, you like you know, I never met your wife, or like what are you talking about? Well, you know, regards of trailer or not in the movie, you know, watching it a second time recently, it, it's still a, a a cool thing where the guy plays it off like. And their metro wife. Yeah, and can you imagine what was going through his mind at Kurt that time? Mind and and the the the, dr- <laughs> the trucker's mind. Could you imagine if you were the trucker? How would you pull that off? Like playing like that stupid. Like I've never seen you before. Right. I I, I no. I really have not seen you. Before. Very ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very very ballsy. Yeah. yeah. And then even when the cop approached, he kept his same tone. Like I've never seen this guy. How, how, I mean, how would you get away with something like that? Well, towards the end of the movie, you realize that. Man, they, they've done this numerous times, right? Numerous times because at the, oh, at the, you're talking about towards the, the, the end. end. Yeah, yeah. there's so a reveal. There at is the, end. A, the, right. the reveal is is that they've done this numerous times, and right. and they went to the extremes, and so they they had a pattern, they had a way of doing things, and they were just you know going as as planned, really. Right, right, and then that's the thing. You know, we're talking hindsight now. What you just said, but when you look at back at the movie. You know, that guy in the the pickup that meets him at the gas station, there's a scene where he passes Kurt Russell and his wife on the road and he flips Yui and just watches them. Right. And he, he stays until he sees the truck coming over the horizon. Yes. And then he turns and leaves. Right. You know, because they're really, 
all in on it together. They're all you know? in on it together, but, but right? But you don't know that at the time. But exactly. Hindsight, yes. you know, you're all, oh, he was just waiting until the truck came over to see what, <laughs> the, you know. Then he then he just left. But th they're all in on it. They're know? all, yeah. And they they even make you make you feel like the, the, not just them, but the town, the the cops, the people in the diner. It all it almost seems like everyone's in on it. Right, you know, right, and right. and from you know Kurt Russell's character, it's just he man, he just does this great sense of panic, this this sense of desperation. You know, yeah. the look on his face, even um, like the bank scene, right? Sweating bullets. Yeah, he you was. know, I mean, and he was, you know, that part he, was great where he's just all, hey, whatever you do, just, just keep writing on that paper. Someone's probably watching us. Just right. keep writing. Yeah, he's you sweating. Know? He's looking at the people around. He he was, you know, there's. I think a guy approached him and says, hey, how do I think it was a how do I get a car loan? And the guy says, you know, sit all right. over to the side. He, and you think he's watching him? Yeah, like, you think? He's, yeah, yeah. He had this really sense of desperation and, and panic, and man, he just plays it off so well. Like you know how like for me when I think about like how would I react in that situation. I'd act the same way, right? That that panic, like, freak. How do I, how do I get help out of this? You know? Yeah, that's funny because I was thinking about when I watched that too. Like, what would you do? Because they are he already knows he can't contact the police. Yeah. I mean, what? How, how would you get out of that? Sure. You know? like, sure. Yeah. He was he was stuck. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was that was he played that down to a T for sure, no doubt. So he he gets out of it by. What does he do? Uh, I think after that, then the creep guy picks him up and he has the bag of money, and it's basically sandwiched between. I think it's a hundred dollar bill, just a bunch of singles. This was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Right. Now, th here's a yeah, turning point. Uh, yeah, this right was here? one of my favorite scenes of the movie where he actually gets to, you know, extract some semi vengeance on this. You know, guy right. from the beginning where the guy finds out that, and that was a clever device <laughs> that, uh, you know, he sandwiches a bunch of ones in between some hundreds. That know, was excellent. <laughs> I like that. I think this is the first time in the movie where I think from the beginning to at to this point, he was always a step behind, right? Right. Because everyone, well, you know, the, the guys that are in, in this in this little group against him, he was always a step behind. And there sure. was a first time where it feels like he had some control. He for had once. something. Yes, for, for the, once. Yes, yeah. yes. Great point. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. For the first time, he he had something, mm -hmm. right? And that something was that little turning point. Like, oh, okay, he's on to something. He, he's going to start going forward from here, you know. But that was great. I like that. No, I agree. Yeah, that was uh, that that was definitely a key scene. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um. Yeah. Uh, then after that, basically, after he he does that, he he gets the money and and he he goes to the truck stop and then he's gonna find his way back to uh, Red's house, or I guess he's assuming, and this is where he's hanging underneath the semi truck, <laughs> yeah. pulling it, pulling the Indiana Jones move, hanging underneath the truck and working his way to the front, and uh, and uh, which was incredible. Right, right. right. hang underneath there, and I was thinking to myself, can I do that? Can I hang underneath the truck yeah. for that long and work my way to the front? Well, yeah. I mean, did he was he hanging, or was he more like resting on those, uh, I don't know even what they are, hanging from the bottom, where they almost supported his body for him? In I have no you idea. I, recently, I, I went on a, on a long trip from L.A. back back home, and, I, and every time I passed the semi-truck, I was looking underneath for that stupid bar that he was climbing across, and I couldn't find it. But then again, maybe in 19-whatever, 90s, they had that thing, but uh, yeah. it, was like, it was pretty impressive what he did. No, right? this was, like you said, the first time where he's finally on to him after being... Yeah, just like you said, panic the whole movie. How about even even in the diner where he has to ask the guy back for the uh, 
with the, the receipts. The receipts. He's still panicked. And desperate. Going through. Right. Yeah, desperate. And like, oh, why was the why was the diner guy? He was being like a horse's ass to him. Why? Why, <laughs> why was that? Uh, I, I guess just by design to make it feel like. You know, like like he's in on it. He's in on it, right? They're just trying to allude to that, you know, because that's what Billy says. Hey, even the cops are in on it, right? Right. Yeah. No, that was. Yeah. So, that was definitely good. What was what was another key scene that you really liked a lot? I got one. Uh. Well. well oh, jeez. One of the fun scenes I liked is is kind of towards the end of the movie, where um, you know, he makes it to Red Bar's house and. Uh, and then he stumbles upon all these license plates. So, you know, you're alluding to, like, holy crap, you know, these guys have done this before. But uh, I love that scene where he's in the kitchen, right? And he yes. just kind of walks in. On oh, the, you just beat me to the, the punch. That's right. the scene he's I was like, going to talk about. Just give me the key. Just, yeah. I just want the key. And the son comes out with this lever action. And he says, hey, this is loaded. My pa says, you know, pull it, you know, yeah. it's ready to go in, in, in case I have to. And and Red's like pull the trigger, yeah. pull the trigger. Well, even right? after, yeah, and then after that, that scene is great where he takes them all to the cellar, you know. Oh yeah. And he says, you know, my wife's in there. You go down there and get her out. And the, I like the tr the trucker's wife has no idea what those guys are doing. Oh like, yeah. She doesn't know. Her, it's like her husband was living um, like a double life or something she, like. She that. had no clue. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's she's kind of like, what's going on? What is this? She she was clueless as to what was going on. Right. She know? had no idea that they. Did that on the side or whatever. Oh you know? yeah. yeah, oh that was that was fantastic. Yeah, I, I like that. Then he takes her down there and just she had that look of shock where uh, she opens the freezer and she's in there. You yeah, know? and the wife is there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He made it. He did it. That was right? a great scene. And then you know where he says, yeah, "You better pray she's alive." And then makes them all go down there and locks them up. Locks you know? them. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I love it. I, I think he was holding a gun at the time, and he just smashes that gun right in his face and just knocks him down into oh, the cellar. Oh, dude. He, again, he crazy. finally has the upper hand for once. Yes, yeah, for once. And yeah. then eventually, he, you know, uh, he and his wife, they get away, they run away, and then after that, it's 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 a car chase, right? They're all trying to chase after him and, and hunt him down and, you know, and it brings him towards the bridge and you get that little scene of yeah that that guy in that last scene man he started up that semi pretty quick to smash through that mobile home <laughs> or whatever that was. do you know what I mean yeah that mobile was trailer man uh, yeah he just totally smashed through that thing super quick and that, that part but then you're right that was a great scene where you know all of a sudden it's the three guys against him that was a good scene and then I love that scene that was another scene that I thought was pretty well shot you know at the end where the truck is trying to this big semi is pushing his truck over the the, the bridge basically right. you know and i remember uh we were talking about earlier the lost world came out like two weeks before this and one of my, one of my buddies I, I, we must have seen breakdown together and then the lost world you know and i remember him actually no i think it was the other way around it i think despite lost world coming out two weeks after or whatever we saw the lost world then for some reason we saw a breakdown and i we were like leaving saying oh that movie was awesome and he was comparing the scene of the in sequence of breakdown the truck getting pushed over right. compared to the lost world scene of right. uh, the big bus going over and he thought oh the lost world scene was so much better but i i didn't really think that did you did you think the scene was good in the breakdown it was fine it was appropriate i mean like you know, this whole thing scene about uh Hanging off a vehicle over a cliff—it's been done before, sure, right? You know? I mean, it was just as good as the Lost World scene, though. Sure. Did the Lost World scene blow you away? It didn't. I yeah, it's just think... another—it's a cliffhanger, right? right? I didn't yeah. think, oh, breakdown sucked because 
Because <laughs> Lost World did the scene better. You know what I mean? Right. That's kind of what he was alluding to. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. ah, I mean, know, I don't... top of my head, what uh, Last Crusade, right? Indiana Jones going off over the, the, the edge with the tank, right? Yeah. Pretty similar to that, right? Yeah. They got the device. Uh, Mission Impossible 2, right? Tom Cruise with that lady they're in doing that little spin with a little car thing and she's gonna fall off the edge of the edge there whatever and he saves her I mean it yeah. happens I mean it's 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 a it's a it's a common device but what I liked about this ending is I felt really satisfied <laughs> right? yes you know what I'm talking about right? yes it was satisfying it was very satisfying especially when uh you know red falls down he's he's down in that little creek down there and the wife goes screw it I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna mash her face and you know, she does something with the car, and the, the semi truck lands right on her. It's like, finally. That was totally satisfying. That, that was very. He he deserved that. Because he, you because you hated that. Oh, guy, you right? hated that guy. What he, a jerk. Yeah, you hated right? that guy. For 90, what was it? Ninety thousand dollars is what they were doing this for, right? That was that was the like, number they asked to get from the bank account. Ninety thousand dollars. Right. Right. And for what he did for that, uh, I felt satisfied. I was like, yes, he he needed that truck. Like shove down his throat and yeah, smash his brain and whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it, it was a, it was a satisfying ending. I I, I kind of like that. You no, know? I agree. But um, still, okay, so Ed, I gotta tell you, when I was rewatching this the other day, because I knew you know that we wanted to talk about this movie because it is one of those movies that isn't widely viewed, and you know the whole time when we were first starting this podcast was to suggest movies to people that if they have nothing to watch, what's a hidden gem for them to watch that they might not have seen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it's about, you know? And when I was re-watching this, this movie still holds up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, I, I saw this movie when it came out as well, and then when I watched it a second time, I, I totally forgot how good this movie was. Yeah, because you know? I remember when I said, oh, you know, I like Breakdown a lot. Let's You're all, oh, really? Breakdown? Uh, you know, but so, 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 but, but it, it still holds up, right? I mean, if you were yeah. to watch this for the first time right now compared to when it came out, you would have equally a fun time watching it, correct? Good time. De definitely a good time. And again, Kurt Russell... Yeah, um, he sold it to me. You yeah, know? he yeah. had that again that that sense of desperation, that that panic look, that whole. I mean, it was believable. He was clearly panicked for the whole movie as to what the hell happened to his wife. You know, and and I, and I dig that. I I like the whole sense of, you know, I will go to the very end to figure out to, to get my wife to save her, whatever it takes. Yeah. You know, beyond. Well, let's face it. You know, when you when you're introduced to uh, Kurt Russell's character in the very beginning. He comes across as this, you know, nonchalant, preppy kind of guy. He doesn't look like, you know, Mr. Indiana Jones. He just no, looks like no, a regular, no. yeah, simple yeah. guy. But his drive to me was his wife, you know, doing things extreme beyond what you would think he's capable of doing. Right. But, but most people would try to repl they replicate the same. Right. I mean, they, they would like. Oh, this guy has my wife. I'm gonna fold up shop, you know, or whatever. You Dude, know. you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, I get what you mean. Look, you know, how far would you go? Yeah. For the person that you love. Yeah. Right. Beyond your your own, what you think your own physical capabilities are, or what you know, confronting like death, guns in your face, and you know, like clearing your bank account for this one person, right? Right. To be with, and you would do basically. Anything, and that's yeah. what I liked about this movie. You know, they they had that. It starts off with this real sense of desperation, a uh, panic. What happened? And then, boom! Whatever it takes, I will find her. 
right? It's still alive. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I mean. Back from the original thing. That This is why this is a good recommend. You know, this is a very short movie. The pacing is great. It moves along very quickly. I, you know, the, there's never down moments. I would say anyone that pops this in is going to have a good, enjoyable, like, thrill ride from beginning to end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I, I don't really have anything else to say about Breakdown, uh, and, you know, I think it, it stands still today. Um, it's just as good now as it was, thir- you know, wow, we're approaching, what, 20 years ago? No. <laughs> just no. about, yeah. Yeah, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. And it, it still holds up very good. The, these type of movies, compared to movies that rely on big effects or a comedy that changes with time um, or all that type of stuff, you know, these type of movies, they'll stand the test of time, and this one does, you know. So that's all I have to say about it. Um I recommend. Yeah, high recommend. High recommend. High recommend. So, uh, hey, what's going? What was going on that you wanted to get uh, talk about? Some people that chimed in on Facebook. You want oh, to give a shout out to yeah, some yeah. So we got some Facebook <laughs> questions. Uh, Tiffany says, "Where the heck are you guys?" Right? <laughs> so, so, Ed, tell them where we are at right now. <laughs> <I don't wanna laughs> We we actually record in in, in, a, in a little uh, Class B motorhome because this is Ed's personal motorhome we are right. filming in right now. So yeah. when you see a, a snapshot of us, that that's where we are in the back of the motorhome. Yeah, we have. A, I don't know if you could tell, but in previous recordings of I think it was Dark City, and, and I think one previous one, the sound was different. Uh, I was right at from the work office though. One of those. That was episodes. yeah. yeah we had was... something deep in the background. So yeah, to, we are actually in, in a little RV. So if you actually see the RV on the road, uh, <laughs> take take a picture and post it on Facebook or something, right? Uh, so yeah, that was the only question we got on Facebook. I did ask a question on it. It is you know Valentine's Day just passed, and we got favorite romantic movies. And I was telling Ryan before before we recorded, I, I Fa- consider break down a romantic movie oh, because like God. I said what Ed, would you do for your wife I would do anything hey, for my wife Ed, that's very nice but you're trying to get to people to watch the movie instead of being <laughs> some sappy movie yeah. no it was good so stuff. oh so th- that was a question on fa- so what what were some chime-ins of like favorite romantic movies this all is right, off so topic here you're right all it? right well I think your favorite Kayla says the notebook uh, I would go right? yeah I'll go that's just mine I will go with the right notebook. Ryan cried in that movie just <laughs> <laughs> to let you know, uh, uh, another follower, Chris, says The Exorcist, but he was—I'm sure he's just joking. Oh boy! Wow, we're really stretching that. Right. Uh, Brenda says, "Officer and a Gentleman." Right? Never seen it. All right. What? Never seen it. All right. Anthony says, "Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon." I had to think about this one. You know, when I think of Crouching Tiger, Hidden this Dragon, this could be a joke like The Exorcist, Ed. You think so? The, the Exorcist. There was I... a sub story of love. Towards the end, where he actually admits he's in love with. So we got Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Exorcist, and Breakdown, all all in the romantic (laughs) categories. All right, we got Life Is Beautiful. I don't think you've seen that one. No, I haven't. That is one of my all-time faves. I should probably. I have to think romantic movie. It's really mostly a movie of a of a a father and son. But anyway, Uh, Princess Bride, right? Oh, that's a cute one. Storybook romance. Sleepless in Seattle. You gotta give it to That's that, on right? everyone's list. I would yeah. say that's everyone's top like three or so. Right, yeah. Mallory said that and Bethany says the wedding singer. That's cute. Wedding singer. Cute. <laughs> okay. The wedding singer. Jonathan says he gave a couple. Fool's Russian. I haven't seen Fool's Russian. Right. Salma Hayek, but right. I haven't seen Fifty First Dates. That's okay. cute. I've and seen that. Adam Sandler one. Where the Heart Is. I'm not too sure what this one is. Where the Heart Is. Yeah, I'm not sure where that, All where right. that one is. Apocalypse now. What? Are these jokes? I guess so. Apocalypse Now. Right. 
Wow, that that's totally a joke. That and guy should be fired. Whoever wrote that. <laughs> and uh, Maria says, "Pride and Prejudice." Pride and Prejudice. Right, right, right. You, yours was Notebook, right? That would be your number one. If I had to pick, if my go-to would I? I'm not into the romantic movies, but really, my, my go-to would probably be if I had to throw it out. It would be Notebook. all right. Yeah, it's not bad. I, mine was I was telling mine is uh, while you were sleeping with Sandra Bullock, but I guess yeah, that's a that's a popular one too. Okay, Ed. So hey. Good uh, on breakdown. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you have anything else? To oh, about, I so? do. One, one more thing. Uh, being this is a movie of, let's say, abduction, right? And, okay. and, and, I, and when I was taking notes on this movie, I was trying to think, I was watching this movie, like, what are some skills I need to know? If, oh. someone, if, if someone stole someone that I love, you know, I was trying to think, what are the, some movie devices that went on and what are the things I need to know, right? So well, I was thinking, uh, some movie with Liam Neeson. Taken, yeah. Taken. I gotta learn how to. I gotta run. That that fool was running about like five <laughs> miles, ten miles towards the end of the movie, yeah. and have a, an incredible skill set. Uh, and then learn how to climb underneath the truck. But I don't think I can fix that. Anyway, that's yeah. all I can think about. Okay, Ed. Hey, we'll see you next week. Uh, oh, one more thing. Yeah. What are we drinking today? Oh, hey. Th this is a shout out for that. We'll end it with that. Today's recommendation recommended brew with this podcast is the therapist right imperial ipa from dust bowl brewery Woo! this is from turlock california if you haven't tried it try the therapist and go to dust bowl brewery at turlock california highly recommend see you next time ed all right see you bye There's no place like home. Bob, James, I want to make him an offer, Captain. I'll be back. You be kind, motherfucker. Shut up to my little friend! You can't handle the truth! Go ahead. Make my day. Good morning, Vietnam! Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. We have a problem. This is Sparta! Why so serious? I am serious. Now don't call me sure. I'm the king of the world! You idiot! I am the father. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes?